What's up, Michigan? Welcome once again to another edition of State Champs Hang Time Michigan Podcast presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity NAIA collegiate sports at Lawrence Tech, including men's basketball. Blue Devils play NAIA Division II level hoops, and at the time of the recording, Lawrence Tech was 11-6 and 8-3 in conference play this season. They participate in the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference where the Blue Devils have won six of their last eight games. They're good. If you've got what it takes, recruit yourself at LTU ltuathletics.com and click on the recruit yourself link Hangtime Michigan is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA is looking for motivated individuals to become officials. Visit MHSAA.com for details. The Michigan Army National Guard is the official military supporter of the MHSAA and a supporter of Hangtime, as is the great physical therapy and sports medicine team with the Detroit Medical Center. Check out our Game Changer segments on the network. Great tips on making you a better, faster, stronger, healthier athlete. The entire playlist is on our State Champs Network social media media pages and our state champs youtube channel and if you're in pain or injured for immediate care just go to dmc.org slash game changers you can't get better care anywhere all right this is the companion podcast to our state champs hang time michigan digital show my compadre tj kelly is here joining us for this week's chalk talk sponsored by the basketball coaches association of michigan is josh trope the head boys basketball coach at chelsea high school the bulldogs are five and two overall this season one and oh in conference play as they prepare to take on fellow Southeastern Conference White Division opponent Jackson at home on Friday night. He's also a regional director for BCAM. Coach Trope, thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks so much for having me. It's an honor. All right, great. Well, Coach, back in 2014, you won a state championship as the head guy at Milan. So I wanted to start off by asking you about your coaching journey that you've taken in your life. What motivated you? Who influenced you? What brought you to coaching? And describe your passion for doing it. I think, you know, early on, what motivated me was my parents. You know, they always were supportive and pushed me in athletics when I was a kid. And then what motivated me to get into coaching was the incredible relationship um, and experiences I shared with Rex Stanzak as a high school player at South Lyon. Uh, Rex was a young coach, really connected with us as players, inspired us to be our best. And um, it, it made me want to be a coach when my playing days were over. And I, and I joined his staff early on in the late uh, 1990s at Wald Lake Western. And, and then just things kind of developed from there. And, um, you know, it, it allowed me to stay close uh, to players, the sport, uh, you know, as a competitor. And someday it's going to end for all of us. And the next best thing is coaching and uh, mm -hmm. the relationships you build and, and the memories and the friendships, um, all those things. Now I got so many guys, former players, having kids. I'm attending weddings. Um, guys on my staff are all former players. You know, so it's 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 great for so many other reasons. I mean, selfishly, I get so much out of it. Um, I hopefully I continue to give as much as I get. Well, you know, Dan Young mentioned to us that uh, you helped arrange a recent shot clock experiment game that took place at Spring Arbors. A lot of interest in insti uh, instituting the shot clock here in Michigan. How did it go? And talk about uh, your reasons. Maybe you'd like to see it happen. Um, I, I was lucky enough to uh, another great mentor of mine, Ryan Cottingham at Spring Arbor, hired me to be an assistant for two years, um, it, you know, just a few years ago. And and I got a real taste for the shot clock and how it changed the game in a positive way. So I'm, I'm a huge advocate for the shot clock coming to high school basketball. I think it will improve the game of basketball, it'll speed the game up, uh, prepare players for the next level, uh, give us a more entertaining model in the high school uh, level as well. 
Um, and, and what we learned, I really thought over the holidays and all these uh, different events, including the one we did at Spring Arbor, is that uh, throughout the course of the game, it doesn't change the flow of the game much. The game's played fast as it is in high school, and, and seldom does the shot clock come into play. But at the end of game is where it really changes it. Um, if we're in a five-point game with two minutes left, uh, a lot of teams will pull the ball out and go layup only, and, and it kills the flow of the game, the natural progression in the game that we see on TV and we've come to love both in college and the NBA. And, um, you know, it takes the stall out of it. So it's a, it's a better product. It continues to make you play the game. Um, we saw that in these events where a close game with five minutes, the flow continued. And it was great for both the coaches and the players and not only us, but the fans. Right on. TJ. I think that what you just said there about the preparation that the, that the shot clock brings along. Um, you as a former uh, assistant coach at Spring Arbor, um, obviously, you get to see freshmen come in, and they've they've never dealt with a shot clock before. Sometimes you see panic mode that's going on when everybody else is is keeping their heads, you know. And it's and it's one of those things where I know that that adjustment right there is a is a hurdle uh, for a lot of college coaches. Um, I would also like to see the shot clock um, for all games, um, you know, in the in the coming years, and hopefully that does wind up happening. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, you talk about, you know, your former players, um, you know, your, you know, your staff right now is chock full of your former players. Um, I'm a friend of Rex Stanzak. I think that he's got one of the best recordings uh, for his voicemail of all time. Uh, no, it's just music, you know, and, and you know who you're calling when, but yes, uh, but yeah, Rex big, I'm a big fan of Rex and he's having a lot of success um, at Ann Arbor, Gabriel Lachard. We also brought up your uh, championship um, in 2014 and then the runner-up in 2015. You have a guy, Latin Davis, who I see on the bench now, I believe for Roseville. And uh, I see that, you know, that he's doing well. What are you looking for, you know, as your coaching tree expands? You know, I, I want to see these guys, um, not only do I want to see them win, and they are winning uh, as the guys that have come off, I, I guess, the coaching tree, um, but not only are they winning, but I know they're going to be great mentors and, and they're going to make a difference in these kids' lives because um, they were great competitors, they were great players, uh, but not only that, they were great students of the game and, and they were coachable. All these guys that go on to be coaches, they were coachable themselves and um, they're able to take criticism. They were able to accept praise without it going to their head. And I think that they'll be great players. I think the biggest hurdle, or I'm sorry, they'll be great coaches. The biggest hurdle that they'll come across is because so many of them were great players, um, at times they'll struggle to relate to the role the role guy or the bench player. Um, even though as players they knew how important those guys were, they were never those <laughs> those uh, role players themselves. Um, one of my, my best assistant coaches right now is Austin Elam, and I think he's so good at that because he was a sixth, seventh man until he was a senior. So he can appreciate both sides of it. I think that watch I think that players who can sit down and watch and I'm saying the guys that you know don't get all the playing time or you know unfortunately sometimes you know a kid will go down with an injury and they'll have to sit and watch the game for a month two months they're just able to pick up so many of the nuances um, that go into games as far as uh, whether it be a baseline out of out of bounds play or sideline out of bounds play you know for an easy score and stuff like that where you know as a player you're just saying, all right, well, this is what I'm supposed to do rather than knowing all five positions. And I think that, you know, one of the that's one of the things where you can pick up a lot by watching. I think that's why you see so many point guards excel as coaches because as a point guard, it's your job to know all five positions. And I, I think that's why you see so many of those guys going to coaching. 
Absolutely. Uh, talk a little bit about your Bulldog team, this team that you have this season and, uh, you know, expectations. Yeah. Um, you know, pressure, like we talk about pressure is a privilege. We talk about that a lot. And th there are some expe high expectations. Uh, we do have two losses. We lost to uh, the defending state champs from Indiana, Blackhawk Christian, and, and they are sitting at like 11 and one with their only loss being in double overtime to Fletcher Lawyers Homestead team. And, and that's oh, a name yeah. a lot of Michigan, a lot of Michigan people will know. Um, yes. And then our other loss was to a Northview team out of Ohio, which is 12 and one. And uh, one of the best teams in the state of Ohio right now. So we've we've played some really tough teams. Um, we'd like to win those tough games, which which we get another opportunity coming up against Benton Harbor here in a little more than a week. They come to our mm -hmm. place. That'll be a great opportunity for us. And then our other five games, we've really rolled. We played really well against uh, competition here in the state of Michigan. Um, and and I think we're, we're a high scoring team. We play very fast. Uh, we share the ball. And and you know I have four college guards that that I throw out there. And you know. It, I've had Division One players in the past. I don't have. I don't know if I have one of those right now or not. Possibly in Joey Cabana, but um, but I've never had four college players on the floor before, and and I've had some good teams. Fantastic. We're talking with Josh Trope, head coach at Chelsea High School. You know, Coach uh, B Camps introduced officially launched the One Team campaign. That's an effort to promote unity among teams, schools, communities. Uh, we're actually filming a unity game that uh, Plymouth Christian and Oakland Christian are doing on Friday. Um, what are some of the things maybe that uh, that you've thought about, maybe you've done already, will do, whether it's a game, an activity? Uh, how do you plan on uh, maybe trying to promote unity in the One Team program? What are your thoughts on this endeavor? Well, the endeavor is something we absolutely need, and and you know, you know, these last I don't know almost two years now through, through the pandemic and and um, all the issues we've we struggled with it and continue to struggle with as a country through race and 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 getting along and and respecting one another and loving each other. Um, I found that the, the best place to do that is the locker room. It, it is the great equalizer. Um, people care about each other. They respect one another. Um, you talk about loving your teammates, and that's general. We can learn so much for, for those that, that learn to share a locker room with, with each other. And I think as we move forward, um, one of the things we've talked about doing as a program is this summer is, is really trying to make a difference and bring different groups and, and into our uh, – we have an unbelievable facility with five courts where we want to kind of run a summer league back, kind of like what Nate Oates used to do in Romulus, and bring different teams from different communities in and, and – break bread and spend time together and, and get to know one another and respect one another. It's really hard to do right now. I mean, there's some good things that BCAM has in place with, you know, standing in, um, for the, the national anthem together. They suggested eating together and things like that, but we can't even sell concession at games, let alone eat with the right. other team uh, right. due to COVID. But um, we look forward to, you know, hopefully having some, I, I guess, call them normal times in the summer where we can do some more of those things um, because it is certainly something that is needed. And it's certainly something needed in our community. It's needed in most communities. I mean, where there's a lack of diversity and, and, and understanding of, of one another. So it's something I look forward to being a part of. Well, Coach Trope, thanks again for all you do for basketball. Good luck this season, and thank you for spending some time with us today. Thanks again for having me, guys. Great show. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, now it's time to get into some rankings talk. But before we do, I want to tell you that the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards are seeking student-athletes to nominate right now. Are you an elite student-athlete with good grades and represent leadership for your team and community? Well, you could be nominated for the most prestigious high school award in the state. Download the application at DACAthleteoftheyear.com. And we thank our newest supporter, the Goodman Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced 
ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman Acheron State Champs, and they will provide you, TJ, with a free assessment on your case. Uh, Goodman Acker, good decision. Call 1-800-TRUSTED. We thank all of our partners in supporting hang time. All right, TJ, your latest rankings are up right now at statechampsnetwork.com. We have a new number one in the state. Williamston, they're undefeated. Uh, some people will look and say, well, why are they Why are they number one? Uh, they've got three players that are going to go play Division One basketball, uh, two on scholarship, one in Mason Docks, who's going to UMBC down in Maryland. And then we've got uh, Max Burton, who has been phenomenal this year, uh, who's going to West, Western Michigan. And then you've got Jay Wallace, who's going to walk on at Northern Illinois. Tom Lewis is excited about this team. You've got different pieces and you need to have that much talent to win um, a state championship. And they will compete with the Division II championship when they're going to have to more than likely face Ferndale or Grand Rapids Catholic Central or Benton Harbor somewhere down the road. But, you know, them being undefeated, they also have two close to 20-point wins, one at North Farmington and then the other versus Bloomfield Hills. And those teams are top 25 teams. North Farmington is arguably the top team um, in the OA red or let's say number two now because you've got Ferndale there. Um, but yeah, hats off to Williamston and what they're doing. Uh, after that, it's just like, hey, you know, it's like playing Yahtzee. Well, yeah, I know? mean, the Catholic Central League yes. division is insane. Every team is ranked inside your top 10 yeah. and they're beating each other. Yes, yes. And so when we're sitting here three weeks from now and one of those teams has five or six or seven losses and somebody's saying, well, why do you have them ranked? Because... They went through the gauntlet. Now, I mean, some of these teams, they have no days off. So you're looking, uh, let's say, if, you know, if you've got to play Orchard Lake St. Mary's, Brother Rice, UAD Jesuit, and De La Salle back-to-back, and I'd have to be talking about Catholic Central. Right. You know, then you've really got your work cut out for you, and you want to be able to walk away out of, well, let's say you want to walk away, you know, being 500. 500 in the Catholic League is going to be really, really good. Do I see, I mean, Everybody's going to have everybody. I believe now everybody has one loss. Yeah. So, yep. Is the, you know, if Orchard Lake St. Mary's, if they have two losses, that's still, you know, a high level team. Yeah. Um, but to say who's this, so UD Jesuit beats Brother Rice by 20. Right. Then, you, then Brother Rice goes into Orchard Lake St. Mary's and wins. And Cat- Orchard Lake St. Mary's goes into De La Salle and wins. And then, you know, Catholic I mean, Central beats De La Salle. Catholic Central beats De La Salle. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 to me it's must see basketball uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, I would make sure that at least once or twice this year uh, for you basketball junkies to make sure you get out there and watch a game. All right, finally, we want to show some love to some teams on the cusp in our top twenty-five, and you've got some uh, some interesting teams there that are looking to break in. Yeah, um, I like I, I'm I'm really paying attention to uh, the group over in the Interstate Eight Athletic Conference. Right. Uh, Battle Creek Penfield, they wound up going to being runner-ups last year in the uh, Division II uh, state finals. Uh, but then you have also have Marshall, who's playing really well. Um, so, you know, you've got a, a, a solid blend of two or three teams that all have one loss. And I'm not going to say that they're the Catholic League, but, you know, they're they're really uh, sharpening sharpening their uh, measurements, which, which is going to be uh, figured out in, in March. And I think that's going to be helpful for for all those teams. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. That's all the time we have for this week's Hangtime Michigan podcast. Please check out the Hangtime digital video talk show for recaps, TJ's takes. He talks about Mr. Basketball candidates and more. The show premieres Fridays all over the State Champs social media pages and the website statechampsnetwork.com as well as the free streaming app. For TJ Kelly, I'm Lauren Plant. We will see you.